Bing, bing, bing. Yo, welcome to the podcast. I am Justin Meyer. Um, I am here today with actually uh, my inspiration for the podcast, Mark Gowan. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me here. Uh, Mark and I had set out to do this podcast together, and then he moved away. So <laughs> it's kind of on him that he moved away, but um, yeah, that's a... So we actually recorded the initial episodes, and I'm going to be honest, they were they were pretty good. It was pretty good. They were pretty good. You'll never hear them, uh, but we'll always <laughs> have that. Never never. <laughs> we'll always have that. So, um, but a lot of the format was kind of derived from what we talked about together, so I just want to give credit to where credit's due. Um, Mark has, is this really cool story because... I think, uh, like, I've been around shooting for 15 years or so, and Mark has been shooting for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. And uh, growing his business a lot, growing his skill a ton, uh, really in the trenches and building a brand and developing his style and a lot of those things. And he's uh, assisted me a lot this last year. Um, So I'm excited to talk to him because he's, like, a really good... um, he got a handful of things very quickly that I think it's taken a lot of photographers a long time to get. So uh, welcome, Mark. Um, let's start. Will you give us just a little bit of kind of how you got started in the industry, kind of your story getting going? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess the first time that I ever actually was interested in photography was in high school. And I just took a photography class, learned how to develop film and all that, and then never picked it up again. Okay. <laughs> uh, so um, I actually got reintroduced to photography through my church. Okay. So I was uh, serving on the creative team um, for my church, and I think it was just a Sunday that they didn't have a photographer just to kind of shoot the service, and somebody asked me if I wanted to do that, and I was like, sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing at all, and um, I think I had it on sport mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for all that quick action. Yeah. So the guitar player's uh, hands weren't blurry. Yeah, didn't had had no clue about exposure or anything like that. But okay. um, you know, one thing that I've always tried to do is if I'm going to do anything, I want to do it to the best of my ability. So I just set out to really learn it. Um, yeah. A lot of YouTube. Learning. Yeah, you kind of live in. You know, you you tend to whenever we talk, Mark always knows like exactly what photographers think what about different that you just mm-hmm. you're a studier or a researcher yeah. and not like I'm a I want to learn tactically like I want someone to right. physically be with me and show me yeah and you're able to just go to YouTube and yeah get it all figured out yeah I mean and that's exactly what I did I mean I spent and I remember sitting this is probably about a month after I like actually started shooting I was sitting in a hotel at that time I was a sales rep for a solar company so i was in illinois somewhere i think <laughs> and over labor day weekend so like i couldn't go see anybody i was just basically stuck there waiting for the next week so that i could go out and, and see customers but i remember sitting in that hotel room that weekend and just vegging out on casey neistat videos and yeah. peter mckinnon videos and just really trying to just learn everything that i could as quickly as possible um and i think that is what really kind of elevated my yeah. skill and, and being able to um, pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah, and yeah, you and I have gone back and forth on all that because I think that one of the first, okay, when I started playing guitar, one of the first things you do is you play other people's music. Right. And so I feel like that was, in that process, you were following these guys and said, 
oh, Chris Burkhardt shoots, shoots this way, then I'm gonna shoot this way. And before you kind of like settled into your own, you were able to say, here, I can shoot like this person, here, I can shoot like this mm -hmm. person, here, this person shoots this way, edits this way. And that's just kind of part of the process yeah, I think so. of learning is like learning how to knock off other people. And then hopefully in that, you like you find your voice yeah. and be like, oh, I can't do that that way because I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. Right. So these awesome shots of people on the mountaintop, we can't right. do. We can do a cornfield or something yeah. like that. And that's that's the big thing that I had struggled with so much is, you know, early on. I'm, I'm 41 years old. You know what I mean? So I didn't yeah. I didn't discover this passion until, you know, middle of life or whatever. And and um so I'm looking at all these younger photographers out in the Pacific Northwest and um, Sam, <laughs> Sam Elkins and Andrew Kearns and love what they do. You yeah. know, they were a huge inspiration to, to what I, I guess you would define as my style, whatever yeah. that yeah. means. But yeah, I mean, that's, we're in Iowa, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> Head out to I learned, Sailorville. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I learned a lot about posing and, and directing models and stuff, um, which I think is beneficial. So totally, you know, yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I definitely would take inspiration from them. Um, I would definitely watch as many people edit as I could just so that I could learn how to make Lightroom and make the tools, um, of this craft do what I want them to just do. Yeah. Make them sing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then what, so that was like literally September of 2017. Mm-hmm. You're coming up on your two-year anniversary. That's hysterical yeah. to me. Um, what then does your work look like now? Like what's kind of percentage yeah. of stuff? What do you want to do? Yeah, so I do, it's really kind of almost down the middle right now. Okay. Um, last year, you and I shot probably 10 weddings together, I think. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, and the weddings around here just didn't really fit me okay. and what I like to do. Okay. Uh, very traditional. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just different people have different skill sets. Yep, and yep. The very traditional and, you know, bright and airy, whatever you want to call it. Like, that's just not me. Yep. So I really struggled falling in love with shooting weddings here. Um, but as I've moved to Oregon now, I'm, like, really kind of falling back in love with it because the, the couples and the clients that I'm kind of interacting with out there do fit. Um, and into what I want to shoot. So, and you're like on the edge of a mountain in a right, hundred miles from the coast, <laughs> yeah. you know, pine <laughs> forest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think I could do well with a disposable camera there. Yeah, you know? fair. So, um, so I, I'm, sh I'm booking a lot more weddings now. Um, and I'm doing a lot of commercial work. So cool. shooting for a lot of different brands. I've shot for Bose, um, shot for Palm, um cool. i've got some other brands that i'm in the work with right or in the in the works with right now as well yeah okay and then i definitely want to get into this a little bit so you um okay i i've been trying to evaluate kind of how i built my brand and i've come to realize that like i did not build my brand through instagram like right i am a better photographer uh, in real life than I am on Instagram, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and that's not where I, I book work through Instagram, but it's not like I, I have 6,000 followers or something like that, which in the Instagram world is actually nothing. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, it's a, still decent. I mean, that's, it's not, it's not terrible. Iowa. I've got a good, I've got a, I've got a good loyal group in one yeah. sense, but that's not 
that's not turning any heads. I'm right. I, not a, I think I reached out to try to get a free couch from article and they were like, yeah, if you don't have over 30,000 followers, we're not going to really? talk to you. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm definitely not like influencer status. Um, but you, on the other hand, especially is really interesting because you, your background is you're a, you're a sales guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that served you really, really well because you've understood marketing and sales. A little bit. It's actually interesting that I, I could sell anybody else's stuff all day long. But when <laughs> you're selling your own yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a lot tougher. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, but I think that that stuff served you well where you, you didn't take... you. Whenever I've talked, you've been trying to build a brand built on Instagram because you want to shoot for brands Instagrams right for your own Instagram and so like you're way more committed to the grid than I am right um and but I I also don't at least in my interaction with you I don't think it's been like uh an unhealthy obsession with Instagram it's like no I'm running a business it It may be it may be yeah but like my obsession is probably more with like I need to be making money I need to be making money Mm -hmm. where I feel like I'm playing the long game. Yeah, you're playing the long game and saying, I will make money when... The the interesting part about Instagram is that there is a tangible number. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's for a, now. I'll, I'll bring that up here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, there's a real assessment of saying, mm-hmm. I got this kind of actual interaction from this many people. Right. You don't necessarily know how many people saw it or noticed it, but like, you know, if I go and give photos to a family, I just hear an email back. Hey, we liked it, or I don't hear anything yeah. back. That's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Where, and granted, with that, when I deliver like a tangible product or an online gallery, you can kind of track some numbers, but it's definitely not the same as like a. And I'm not as vulnerable to like, oh, I did it at noon on a Friday, so I got no interaction. Right. Where if I would have done it at 8 p.m., all of a sudden, it's, you know, it's such a weird, you know, you and live, you live by the algorithm and you die by the algorithm it's, and it's ever changing. You know, yeah. I mean, just over the last couple of months, I've seen engagement go, um, man, I was probably at 15 or 20%, which is really good yeah, uh, engagement. Yeah. And I've dropped down to like five. So yeah, it's just the way that they are ever changing their algorithm. They're actually playing around with an idea right now and they're testing it with some people where they're going to start hiding likes yeah. so that you can't see that, which I think, you know, I'm in a, a creative group um, on Facebook that's got some, some pretty well-known names and we were discussing that and I think that's great. I know? do. I think it's significantly healthier for everybody. Right. And the fact is at that point, now the creator will still be able to see the metrics and correct, see how correct. it's performing, but nobody else will. And I think that's going to lend to more creators being able to post what they want and what yeah. is actually true to them without yeah. fear that yeah. the performance that that post is going to do is going to influence other people's decision whether or not they're going to engage with it. So I think I think it'll allow people to be more creative and actually put out the work that they want to versus... I see so many photographers chasing trends, and I've done it myself. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just... There's nothing original behind that. Now, you might put an original spin on it, but it's the same photo we've seen a thousand times. Yeah. So it'll be nice to kind of see people hopefully get away from doing that and just create authentic work. Because it's not the... I mean, that's the crazy part is like, I can list 25 places that I want to go that only Mm -hmm. exist because cool people. Yeah. Like White Sands, Antelope Canyon, 
horseshoe bend. You're talking just Banff. in the United States? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, Iceland, Iceland. all these things. They exist Pharaoh. because everybody else went there. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I have a handful of friends that have gone to those places, but like, it's not like my friend came back and was like, oh my gosh, you need to go to White Sands. You'll, you've never experienced anything until you go to White Sands. It's like, no, no, no. I saw a few people shoot it so well, and I was like, I need to go to this place. And so yeah. I literally drove, what, 25 hours from Des Moines yeah. to go to this one spot. You yeah. know, and so it's like, that's just the way it, it works. So if we can get away from that a little bit before we, I don't know, destroy all the national yeah. parks by yeah. stomping on all the super bloom flowers yeah. or whatever it Dude, is. Dude, I was just talking to um, Andrew Kearns about that. We've, yeah. we've gone back and forth in some Instagramming. Uh, the, the, uh, direct messaging and talking about locations and, and things like that and protecting those. Yeah. I used to just put, this is where I was. And yeah. you know, now I'm really playing that a lot more closer to the chest because it really is having an impact. Yeah. And it's just, it's taking like horseshoe bend. I mean, there's <laughs> thousands of photographers that are there on a daily basis Everything. now because somebody took a cool photo. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, and it, and, and these are, these it. are great places, but there may actually be other great places. Yeah. But and I think more of the adventure, and this is what I was kind of sharing with him is, you know, the, the half of the adventure is finding it, you know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. going to a place on your own and, and discovering the beauty in that. The, the hard part with photography though. And I mean, okay, so we were both in the era where when we got senior pictures, you saw somebody else's yeah. work and you're like, I want that. And so you go and you end up taking at the same wall mm-hmm. in the same studio. Like you took the same six pictures mm-hmm. and you hired a photographer because you wanted your face in those six spots. Right. There are still brides that do that, that say, I want more or less this person's gallery, but me in it, which it, that's the way it works. So you don't yeah. go to McDonald's and ask them to make something that's different. Trend, that's a trend. Yeah, that's you say, trend I yeah. want a Chick-fil-A sandwich, so I'm going to Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A makes Chick-fil-A sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they taste the same every yeah. day. So you and I, I think, are, are similar in our approach to photography where it's like, I'm not trying to shoot the same thing every day. I myself want to be the product. So you're hiring me mm-hmm. to run around someplace with me that I think is fun. Yeah. Um, and in some sense, that's how you kind of... Like, at least that's how I've differentiated myself in the market. But that's a way harder sell. It is. Because you have to get people to, like, actually like you and trust you, not just say, uh, okay, so one of the things people say to me the most is, like, oh, I saw that you shot at this venue, so I wanted to use you because you'd be comfortable with this venue. But you and I both know that it's, like, that's kind of the worst thing. Like, I, there are some venues I really like, but the storyteller in me is, like, well... I want to tell a new story and then I want to tell another mm-hmm. new story and then another new story. Right. So I'm conflicted because it's easy to go out to like the country club here and shoot. And that's a really easy day. Yeah. But that maybe isn't as fulfilling. Even if it is a church basement somewhere out of town an hour or two, but just a whole different space yeah. or something that's meaningful. And I think it's, that's makes it tougher when you're in an industry like the wedding, you know, the wedding business where, it's not really about us. You know what I mean? No, so, it's not. It's not. You're right. So you really, I mean, have to kind of tell their story where they want it. You yep. know what I mean? You don't have as much creative freedom with, with other industries that you do in the wedding business. But, Correct. But being able to tell the story in your own particular way, I think. Yeah. Yeah, which you do great. What, um, now, what do you say is your, like, style or your signature or, like, what are some principles that you're, like, everything I do, I want it 
to reflect this or how, how do you kind of define that storytelling? Yeah. You know, I think that's something that I've worked on a lot in the last probably six to eight months. Um, I took a, uh, online workshop with, um, Finn Beal for, with that Finn Beals and Alex Stroll put together. Yeah. It's all on storytelling. And I don't cool. know if you know who Finn Beals is, but he's a UK photographer and just absolutely phenomenal. Um, very cinematic film kind of style to his look. And I think that's what I really kind of strive for. I have gone back and forth. <laughs> you know, I know you, when we and I, you and I had actually done the, the original podcast, we interviewed um, Austin Day. Uh, and he had talked about how he had nailed his style or, or uh, color grading or whatever from day one and it's never faltered. Uh, <laughs> that is not me. I've, yeah. I've played with it and... You know, there's certain things that I like about my style that I think have stayed consistent, um, but it's definitely evolved. And now that I've done more and more commercial work, I'm, I'm starting to shoot a lot more true to life. Um, yeah. So my colors aren't super desaturated or yeah. not a lot of split toning and, you know, there's not a necessarily a unique color tone um, as much as I still just try to nail that cinematic film look. So. Yeah, and be like what your client wants. Mm -hmm. I feel like I love kind of playing that game, but I want to do a, like on my commercial website, I just have a series. Like, mm -hmm. so I want to show somebody that I can do the blown out look or the oversaturated, like dark and moody look mm -hmm. for a, a campaign. Like I can do seven images in a row that yeah. fit into that or five images in a row like this, but I can also nail like natural colors and I'm not, I'm not a preset, yeah. but I'm actually a photographer yeah. who can tell a story and yeah. use whatever tools. I think that's more important <laughs> than anything. I, agreed. Um, you know, so I, I definitely feel that I definitely, I do have a look, I have a style um, when it comes to the color grade or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can get into a whole editing <laughs> session talk, but um so I think I want people to hire me for that. And it's actually starting, I'm getting brands to look past my number yeah, um, and actually hire me for, for my content now cool. um, and what I'm creating. And I think that's awesome. Like, that's what I want. Like, yeah, I don't, don't want to like be an, us, that's the an influencer. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, sure, it's cool. But yeah. at the end of the day, I, wanna, I don't want that to be the reason that I got a job. You know? Yeah. You do good work. Um, what's your current gear setup? Uh, Sony A7R3. Um, I have a 35 1.4, 50 1.4, 85 1.8, and I have half of a 24 to 17. <laughs> oh, yeah. I broke my lens. <laughs> yeah. broke it's the lens. weirdest thing. Uh, you need to post a picture of it somewhere. It's the I've never seen a lens break this way. I know. Like it's, it's just like half of the glass on the front came off. It's so it's strange. I've never seen anything yeah. like it. But yeah. the element's not broken, so hopefully it won't. Dude, be. maybe that becomes your signature style. Is like, like just the yeah, distortion like that that like shoots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sam, no what's the, I am a Sam. What's his uh, Sam? Oh gosh, he Cold. always like he's the prism dude. You like you're oh, just gonna Sam Colder? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be the. You're gonna be like oh, Mark shoots with prisms all the time. No, no, that's his custom lens that <laughs> 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 he broke just right. Yeah. Um. Do you have any other like products or anything like that that you swear by? Oh, that's a good question. Not really. I'm not into like gimmicky stuff, so yeah. I, I don't use lens balls. Prism. Or prism <laughs> yeah. or, you know, that's just not me. Um, 
kudos to these those who do if that's your thing yeah not judging i am a little bit but <laughs> uh you know i don't know i don't think so um do you have okay do you have any sort of like this is a funny question to ask you because i to me you're so young in this as well but like do you have things that you wish you would have known earlier i mean i know dude we've spent uh you and i have been in the car for hours mm-hmm. you've done two or three traveling jobs with me where we just we've been gone for a few days at a time yeah. and just we just talk the whole time yeah <laughs> so i think in a lot of ways i've like watched i've watched you grow and we've disagreed on a lot of things mm-hmm. um well we have very different styles i think correct uh but is there are there things that you wish you would have known any earlier? Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know that's a kind of a tough question to answer straight away. But um, I think I think I would I kind of wish I would have just stuck with one color grading style. Okay. Um, well, I don't know that that's true. I think I've learned a lot in the process of kind of experimenting with that. Um, I don't, I don't know. Okay. That's a good question. I don't think so. Like, I think, uh, I self doubt a lot. So just getting, I still do that. So that's not something that I've changed, I guess. <laughs> you, you're fun. Like I appreciate our relationship because I send you a message with a picture and say, I just need your gut reaction mm-hmm. and you're really straightforward with me. And I, I hope that's kind of vice versa where I've totally yeah. been like, I like it. And you're like, okay, tell yeah. me what you really think. Yeah. Well, no, I could tell you you don't. weird. You're just you know? like, you're like, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You didn't like it. <laughs> no. And I, that, that part has been pretty key. I think one of the things that one of the qualities in you, I think you've been really willing to take criticism yeah. and like really dive into like, why isn't this work? I mean, you've had me come over before and you're like, I just want you to look at my website. I yeah. kind of hate it. Tell me what you hate about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think learning just to attention to more detail, I think that would be the way to answer that question. That okay. is something that you're phenomenal about and shooting weddings with you and all of that. I've really seen that, you know, I'll just pick up a camera and if they're in the right pose, I'll start shooting. Mm-hmm. But you really take the time to make sure that <laughs> the hair is in the right place and that it's so funny because like on their arm. <laughs> if you ask my wife like does Justin have attention to detail, she would like laugh laugh in your face because that's like not my. I, I think that there are a handful of things that are now that are now second nature to me mm-hmm. and are kind of attention to detail, but it's not like as a person I'm a really detail oriented person. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah. Um, but it's just it makes it makes posts a lot more efficient. That's true. I'm really lazy at and post, and so I want to do it right yeah, the first yeah. time. <laughs> really, really lazy at post work. Um, no, you're efficient. It's efficient, yeah, because I'm really lazy. <laughs> um, give me a few. Uh, give me a few people around here, around Des Moines area that their work has inspired you, and then give me a few people like worldwide that you're that you're really jacked on their stuff. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like I haven't followed a lot of people locally recently. Yeah. Um, I know that was the case. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I, I found inspiration in what you do and I'm not just blowing smoke <laughs> up your butt right now, but like, Thank it's you. true. Good and check. not necessarily that I think that I want to, I would ever shoot what you do. I don't, um, yeah. you know, no, 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 no offense is, is meant in any way. It's not just, at all. again, we have very different styles, but uh, I've learned an immense amount 
um, from you and, and what we've shot. And I think it's definitely helped me to be the photographer that I am. Yeah. Um, not necessarily technically, just as much as just interacting with people. And you know, I talked about that before. So, um, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to No, I think that my people skills are better than my photo skills. <laughs> about equal, I would say. There are people that I know that are way better photographers that don't book as well. Cause they're not as good with people. Yeah. Um, and I think you actually have a lot of the people skills, but you sometimes just I'm introverted. Seen it, yeah, that's true. You're not fed by it the same way. Yeah, so I mean, it's tough for me to yeah interact with people that I don't know. Like, it's one of those things that I will have people that I will connect with like instantly. Yeah, and I think I kind of think you and I were that way. Yeah. Um, and then I just feel like I've known them my whole life, and I can open up and just be fun and all that. But then most people, though, for me, it's just <laughs> I hate small talk. So that awkward. Yeah, chit chat like just it really bothers me. Um, so I, I just it just it, yeah it's it's really difficult for me to do that and just opening up to new people. And I've I've had some chances. I don't know. I'll have to tell you about my Ben Moon story sometime. But um, <laughs> where I've just tried it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna get out of my shell here. I'm gonna get out of my comfort zone and just push forward. And some amazing things have came up. So um, I'll just tell you now. So I was at Cape Kwanda probably two months ago. And I've been wanting to, like, again, work on that storytelling process so that I could show the progression in a series or whatever of, mm-hmm. um, without words, being able to tell a story. So I saw this rad-looking surfer, surfer dude pull up in this uh, custom Sprinter van. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he just had of all this character. And I, was, I met up with another photographer who's become a friend of mine. Um, and I, they were getting ready. And I just looked over. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to push forward. I'm just going to go ask him if I can take his photo while he's getting ready. Turns out it was Ben Moon. If you don't know who Ben Moon is, he shoots for, uh, he's a Sony ambassador as well, but he shoots for Rivian and okay. it's a major brand, Patagonia. Yeah. That's where he got to start with shooting for Patagonia. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> and he was super humble and like, you know, I, I had no idea who he was. I didn't, you know, yeah. so I just approached him like he was just some rando surfer guy. Yeah. And, you know, again, very humble. He let me shoot it and go back to my buddy. He's like, that's Ben Moon. <laughs> <laughs> but the photos like are some of my my most favorite things that i have so yeah yeah um did i just get off on a tangent so oh locally yeah Yeah. so um yeah that that, you're probably the biggest inspiration around here i really like what um ray lynn does yeah me too i i just her style and um yeah i really enjoy what she does she's got like a romance and like a darkness to it that's mm-hmm. not predictable, but it's really, yeah. really cool. I yeah. agree. Yep. Um, those are probably the two. Okay. Locally. What about what about on a large scale, which opens it up to the rest of the world? Yeah. Finn Beals for sure. Okay. Um, Andrew Kearns. Um, oh, there was a guy that I just recently started following. I may have to get back to you on it, but <laughs> he's incredible. I, I really like these kind of nostalgic looking filmy yeah. kind of vibes, you know what I mean? So um let me get back to you on that. Okay, so let's um Alex Stroll, he's good. Oh, Short stash. Good. Yep, all that's King. Excellent. Okay, so then if you were going to if we were gonna give like a piece of advice to new and young photographers or or medium photographers uh 
how how would you say what's the best way for them to kind of like elevate their career go shoot with somebody that inspires them okay keep shooting don't chase trends mm-hmm. create something on your own um watch your horizon lines <laughs> <laughs> that is the quickest way to ruin a ruin a photo that's funny um but yeah, don't be afraid to ask people questions and reach out to them. You know, I've reached out to some major photographers and... A lot of them are cool about they're it. So, they're regular people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, you can learn so much in that. Um, so just being around other photographers and shooting. You got to shoot. You yeah. Know, I, I've learned a lot because I go out and shoot. You shoot all the time. Yep, I agree. Awesome. Hey, Mark, thanks so much. Uh, we've got a... We're going to do a topical one here next, so make sure you check out part two.